Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. <laughs> Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, we started out with 126 FBS D1 teams. We got down to two. And the Michigan Wolverines are your national champions, 34-13, the victory over Washington. Joining us now on the hotline to break it all down, nobody better. CollegeFootballNews.com's own Pete Futak, the owner, editor, proprietor. All the previews, all the analysis you could possibly want. He's with us now. Pete, what's happening, bud? You're so short. There's 133 teams out of uh, that they got down to the final two. And, uh, and let me ask, how many things are being worn right now that say the word Michigan? Oh well, dude. First of all, everybody in the state of Michigan, every third person wears something Michigan. Have, have the over you, under? Oh, yeah. The, the over under is uh, like three and a half items that every <laughs> Michigan person is wearing at this point to say the word Michigan. No, dude. You think you think I'm kidding? Because you know, look. You know, my wife is from there. I vacation in Michigan. I vacation in Detroit. With all the sports teams that are there, nobody is more represented. Listen, I literally I mean every third person you see is wearing something Michigan. Could be a Michigan hat, Michigan sweatshirt, Michigan. Every third person. That's how big Michigan football is, and, and Michigan and sports maybe, is there. Maybe just maybe 
finally, finally, a Michigan graduate will tell you that they went to Michigan. <laughs> I, they must, they must have, God, it's like I love my friends and I, oh, this is it, it's gonna be a rough one. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna be a rough couple, rough time for a little while here for the insufferable fan base and friends that. Uh, tend to be my friends and all that. Now, look, you did pick Michigan, even though all your friends, you said, I want you want Washington to find a way to win this game. And in the end, it pretty much was how we broke it down on Friday night. Michigan's defense was going to be too much. They were going to be too much for Michael Penix Jr. Michigan was going to run the football as much as they could, and they're going to win this. I think I, I said like 34-20. You had like 38-17 for the final score. It kind of went according to script tonight. It's going to flat out say it. You can't afford not to listen to this segment on the show during the college football season. That's just, right. You're, just, you're, you're losing money if you don't listen to us give you winners on this show. It just This one was easy. And I, I, I'm not saying this after the fact. Have, doing this like I do, like this was about as easy as and obvious as it gets because it just if you look over the course of the of the history of college football especially the, since the the end of the bowl and pole era it just there's always the team you don't really have an upstart or kind of an outlier winner it's always the team with the better lines the better defense and it, it's always shocking to me how many people just fall for the shiny object all the time? Where, ooh, look at this quarterback. Oh, they have an offense. No, no, it's, it's the team with the lines, the teams with the defense, the teams that can run the ball. It's, pretty, it's blocking and tackling. And I think, you know, look at what happened tonight. Basically what happened was what the difference, everyone's talking about the O-line and the lines. Those Michigan defensive backs did not miss a tackle. I mean, that's in the NFL, you're used to it, but in college, that's not normal. And the, the big difference was they said, okay, Washington, you're not beating us with that deep stuff. You're going to be able to throw everything underneath because our guys can tackle, and not a lot of teams can do that. Just textbook, start to finish, though, Pete. I mean, Michael Penix Jr. looked like an average quarterback, averaging five yards per pass attempt tonight. And when he did have opportunities, his eyes got really wide, and he overthrew them. I uh, missed a couple early. There were there, there were a couple there where you can just kind of see they had it, and he just couldn't connect. But but give Michigan credit for this too. I I think it'll be interesting to see how the breakdown comes. I'm not really one of those film geeks that just you know just really overanalyzes every play. But I really am kind of curious to watch this one again because Michigan obviously picked up on something because Texas got to Penix, but he was able to move around and kind of buy himself a little bit of time and had the deep shot still there when he threw for 420 or whatever, 430. And Michigan kind of tweaked something. They didn't send as many people as Texas did. They seemed to find some hole in that line, and they were just able to get enough pressure on him where he didn't wasn't able to, to get comfortable. But you're right. He had like one or two moments when he got time, when that Michigan D looked gassed in the third quarter, and he just couldn't quite connect on those shots that he was hitting all year long. You know, it's, give Michigan, I mean, he's playing against the best defense in America. That's, that team was the number one D in the country for a reason. So I'm not going to dog Penix Jr. too much for this. And the thing is, though, Pete, we want to talk about Penix for the next level. Like all the great things I saw for him this year – 
everything I saw tonight made me nervous, right? You, first of all, you have the long windup that he has, but okay, you can probably get away with that. But under duress, when he lollipops the ball way too much, when, when in the NFL, that's a pick instead of the ball hitting the ground. Like all the things I saw tonight against a really good defense for the first time, he really struggled and didn't look like he knew where do I go with the football? I'm just going to throw it up and hope one of my guys can run under it or I can get it out of bounds. And you saw he threw the bad pick on the first play of the second half. The big pick at the end when he was under duress. Like, all the things I saw tonight is like, yeah, that's what makes me nervous about him for the next level. Absolutely. You know, he, he did prove, though, throughout the year, he could totally drive the ball. I mean, it's, he doesn't really air it out that much. Excuse me, he doesn't, like, you know, put too much air on his out throws. Or anything. He, he does have the arm to do that. But that's kind of the, the – the, there's kind of the reason why. I'm not going to say the kill and DeBoer – Offense is you know, not, gimmicky is the absolute wrong word, but I can't think of anything else. It's just the, the reason why it works like it does statistically, and why the offensive line stats were so great that it became the Joe Moore Award winner for the best O line in the country, which apparently Michigan's offensive line didn't very, like very much, uh, because they get the ball the, the quarterback's hands in a hurry. They, they, he doesn't get sacked. He got hit a lot tonight, but Washington gave up the fewest sacks this year. They don't give up tackles for loss. And when he got time, he was able to fire. But that was kind of the thing about this about Penix in this offense all year long. If you were able to pressure him, he's smart enough and good enough to be able to hit that those underneath throws. But he kills you with those deep shots. And if you get pressure on him, they're not there. He was able to get make those plays against Texas, and that was kind of part of the analysis for this was that was as good as he could play in that game against the Longhorns. That's as good as Washington can play, and they still almost lost. And now you can't make any mistakes. You know, the, the running game, game, run defense had a problem early. And look, you know, Michigan just, you know, they, they kind of hung around, hung around, hung around, but you cannot kick field goals in, when you get there because this defense for Michigan was just that good. Uh, they would bend, but they just rarely broke. Screaming hot route a lot was Michael Penix Jr. tonight, like he was hanging out on yeah. wedding crashers. He's Pete Futek, <laughs> collegefootballnews.com, with us. Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon, here at Fox Sports Radio. And that was the thing. You know, after those two huge Edwards runs, followed up by the Corum big run, things slowed down. All of a sudden, you needed a couple of runs from J.J. McCarthy, and they had to settle for field goals to to allow Washington to hang around. But it just still never felt close. You want to talk about the the guy I'm worried about is, I keep hearing all the NFL scouts in love with J.J. McCarthy. That sure as shoot looked like a uh, coaching staff and a team that did not trust J.J. McCarthy to hit no. a meaningful pass. No. Like, that, like he, he, they, I get it. I get the game plan was we're, gonna, we're not going to take any chances. We're going to let the defense take care of everything. And just McCarthy, don't lose it by giving, giving the ball away. We'll win the field position battle. Our defense will be fine. We'll run out the clock and we'll be all right. But, boy, they could. They were like 0-6 for a while on third down. It's like all he had to do is hit like a five-yard hitch or something, and he just they just didn't let him do it. All right, Pete, before I let you go, let me ask you this. Now, we have a 12-team playoff next year, obviously, as the things get finalized and voted in. If I said to you, give me your picks for the national championship next year at Syracuse and who? Obviously. Oh, obviously Syracuse <laughs> and Michigan. I mean, sure. it, it might, why, why even play the season at this point? I mean, we know what's going to happen. <laughs> just, but... but Look, I do, look, I do this for a living. It's the, every everyone's. I hate the term "way too early." This I just come out with your rankings already. 
it, look, they're still transfer portal people. We and we, it doesn't matter what's going to happen. Who I can just ask you, you have, ask the average college football person on the street. Give me your top five for this year. Oh, I don't know, uh, Georgia, Ohio State, uh, Alabama, Michigan. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you can pretty much figure out who the top five are going to be. He's on Twitter at Pete Futech. That is at Pete Futech. Check out collegefootballnews.com, your one-stop shopping for everything college football. Pete, as always, thanks for everything all season. And when Harbaugh jumps to the NFL, we'll call you back. Absolutely. Right. Go, go Raiders. Talk to you soon, my friend. See you, bud. <laughs> See you, brother. There goes Pete Futech. Look, and he brings up a great point about J.J. McCarthy because I, you know, I, I've told you about it all season long. He just isn't as dynamic, and Harbaugh loves the guy. And look, going out, he's sitting right now going, okay, I'm a three-time Big Ten champion. I've beaten Ohio State three times, and I've won the national championship. So, yeah, his place is secure. But as far as how talented he is, he still is not great. And Michigan won tonight without him playing well and kind of game-planned around it. When they, the end of the first half, when they were up by two touchdowns and they had the, they had the ball third and eight at the 50-yard line, and they decided on third and eight they're going to run it. Mm-hmm. And they ran Donovan Edwards and he got like six yards. They go to fourth and two. I thought that was the, that was the wake-up moment. They're telling J.J. McCarthy, we don't trust you. We just had to run the ball on third and eight because we don't trust you. They call timeout. They go for it on fourth down. And what does he do? He's got tunnel vision trying to throw the ball to Roman Wilson when he's got two other guys open. And that's the thing with McCarthy is he doesn't see the guys that are open all the time. He overthrows players. And Michigan has wide stretches of, of game time where they look unbelievable and unbeatable, and then they're up 17-3 or 17 nothing, and then they just kind of peter out. And McCarthy is three and out, three and out, three and out. Now he made a couple of big plays late. He had the big throw to the, to the tight end. He had the big mm-hmm. run for a first down, get, getting deep out of, out, out of Michigan territory. But overall, it's like they won around him tonight. And I thought he was going to have to come up big in the fourth quarter. It was just make a couple of throws, and, and our defense is going to win it for us. So, yeah, of, of all the, the plots, yeah, McCarthy is, is, is okay enough, but the, the plaudits for him – I, I didn't get it, and I didn't get that that why Harbaugh was insistent on trying to get him loose. It's almost like the first quarter, hey, we're running the ball great. Now let's get J.J. on track. Well, why do we need to? We, we just ran for 180 yards. Let's keep running the football until Washington shows they can stop it. Let's just keep giving it to Edwards, one cut and go. Go with Corum. He's averaging eight yards a carry, but it's like he felt, no, no, he likes McCarthy, so let's get him going. And that almost cost them the game because there was a long period of time where they let Washington they hang around. Sure, a lot of punts, a lot of three and outs, quick possessions. Uh, but you know what? He he hyped him up to the point where he had to try to get him involved. And if you were able to get a pass and run combination going, then maybe it would have been even more for style points as opposed to bully ball. And in the end, bully ball won. Because even McCarthy's biggest plays were with his legs. Exit out by Fresca. Exit Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Coming up next, we'll break down the biggest play of the national championship. Did one missed fourth down change the course of this game? That's next right here. Jason and Mike. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. The Michigan Wolverines, your national champions. They win it over Washington 34-13, an incredible defensive effort. Really the exclamation point on a season 
where Michigan said, hey, we have the best defense. They had the best defense all season long. Let up fewest points per game. And they put an exclamation point on it tonight, stopping the best or second best quarterback in all of college football, making Michael Penix Jr. look like just a guy. And that's the the big thing no, about exactly. this. It's not that they won. They just made him look like a guy. Like If you didn't watch Michael Penix Jr. all season long and you watched the game tonight, you would say, oh my goodness, this guy is just throwing balloon balls and he's getting hit and and, and, and he, he can't complete anything. And they the can't o- get up offensive and down the line's field. overmatched. They have no run game. Yeah. And he isn't stepping into throws. He's getting the ball out quickly. Because he has to, right? Yeah. He's, you know, you because you, you'd read up on it before you'd sit down to watch. It's like, look at all these accolades. Like, wait a minute, this guy's getting in his offense that has been so prolific is just getting owned mm-hmm. on every possession. Uh, big plays all night long. Uh, the biggest, the one that clinched the game, Mike Sainristil's pick uh, in the fourth quarter when Washington was faced with a big fourth down play. Two big fourth downs in a row that Washington had to convert and. Two painful plays for Michael Penix Jr. as he gets picked off by St. Ristol, takes it all the way back nearly for a touchdown, and that clinches the title for Michigan. And joining us now on the hotline, the man of the hour I just mentioned, best slot corner in college football, Mike St. Ristol. Congratulations on the national title, man. How does it feel? It feels amazing, man. Thank you very much. Um, you know, to be able to come back and be a part of this and, you know, be a part of a legacy team and a, and a phenomenal program, you know, a program that's top tier and everything it is like you know school sports like this this is what i committed for um and you know this is what i came back for to be a part of this um i wouldn't want to play for no other head coach i wouldn't want to play with no other group of guys i wouldn't want to be a part of any other program i'm super happy and super proud to say that i'm a a michigan wolverine and that i was part of team 144 hey so to do this for you have you heard your the the play-by-play call of your pick yet no, I haven't. You want to hear it? Let's do it. All right, go ahead. Penix fires over the middle, and it is intercepted. Mikey Samuels still going the other way. 20, 25, 30. Mikey Samuels still to the 40, to the 50. Mikey Samuels still down the field. Inside the 20. Cuts back inside at the 10. And he's dragged down at the Washington 6-yard <laughs> line. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> that's dope. You like that, huh? Now, that is dope right there. How long did it take until after the game before somebody said to you, dude, you got caught by a lineman? You, you got caught by a lineman there inside the tent. Uh, nobody nobody said nobody, that. Not you, I jerk. Was, I thought it was the tight end that caught me. Oh, well, okay, because I know He's going to give him credit to it. There you go. I know, we'll I know, I know, you know Penix kind of turned say, you back I got, inside. I got to give, give Penix credit for it. Cutting me off. Um, I should have just stayed up the sideline. Keon, Keon, you know, Keon Sav. I told him after just now in the locker room that the lineman put a hit on him. But after watching it, he kind of sealed the sideline for me to keep going. And I wish I, I would have just trusted it because I probably could have got it to the four or two, if not the end zone. But you know what? I was able to make a key play. The offense came out, capitalized. Um, the guys in front of me, they did their part in blocking for me downfield. So I'm super happy. What was the game plan going? And we looked. We looked at how you're able to limit their big plays, and everything was was five yards, six yards, and and what a great game plan that was. At at, at what point during the game did you realize, hey, as long as we don't keep the, you know, as long as they don't get anything deep, we're going to be okay here. Um, just being able to keep everything in front of us, and you know, change up the looks that you know we we're showing Penix, not being, not allowing him to, you know, see the final picture. And we knew that they did a whole bunch of shifts, motions, trades, and stuff like that. So, 
for us, it was just being able to anticipate what we were going to get out of the final formation. Um, and I think that's what was key for us in the game plan we had. Well, I can tell you, my partner here, his uh, wife's all Michigan, Mike. So he was jumping up and down as you started returning it. I never heard a guy's <laughs> voice hit that pitch. I married into Michigan like 25 years ago, Mike. So I've, I've been here the entire time. <laughs> Uh, no doubt. So big, big plays all around for you. I mean, look, the year that it was, obviously a lot of off the field and a lot of chatter. I mean, how did you guys galvanize, stay together? What was, what was that like in, in the leadership of that squad? Um, I think the, the leaders weren't just the older guys. Um, the younger guys saw the standard that we set out, and they were able to follow up, you know, and be right there with us. Um, you know, Coach said it that this is a team full of a bunch of leaders, so we didn't even have a leadership council this year. Um, everybody on this team did their part in, you know, making this team successful. That's from, you know, the coaches, the staff, the players, everybody who poured into this, you know, Team 144. Um, you know, we all were able to make this thing special. And, you know, to the leaders, the guys who did decide to come back, um, you know, I'm super thankful that I was, I was able to make that decision right along with them. And, you know, like I said before, I wouldn't want to play for any other program in the country. Well, double congratulations. You win the national championship, and I know you're expecting your first child very soon. I had a couple of name suggestions for you. You ready? Can I give you a couple? Let me hear it. Okay, first one, Natty. Natty. You won the Natty, man. You won the Natty. Natty, national championship, right? You win? The other one I had was Blake Donovan for the running backs. Blake Donovan for the running backs tonight. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we can That's work so, on like that yeah we, we 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 can put some things together we can workshop it or just harbaugh i mean just, just harbaugh that that works like that champion yeah <laughs> or bet just bet bet, bet. oh bet. that would work uh so hey, would love that one hey congratulations on the on the championship good luck well i know we'll we'll be talking down the road as you get ready for the nfl congratulations on your daughter and we'll talk soon mike sanger still thank with you. us here db in michigan way to go thank you appreciate all right, there goes Mike Sanders. There you still. go. He did I not like him. No. Nat, I, think, I think Natty might Natty be was, overplayed. You, you, might, know, you, you might have overplayed your hand there. But I, but Blake Donovan was pretty good, you know, for the running back. You know, Blake but Donovan. But he's a defender. Yeah, like, but I know still. He, I know he was Come on, receiver, Natty. You got, you got to score points. You got to score points. Yeah, but you, you know? also have to keep teams from scoring points. Yeah, but he, and, but, okay. but he had the interception. He did. He did. He did. He did. Okay, Jason, that one was bad. Now, what I, I think Blake Don was pretty good, no, or just Harbaugh. You know but what? Bet. You should have gone back to keep on keeping on. I should. Oh, I should have said that. But bet you like bet. What if it was? No, that's, that's, was yeah, that was good. Bet was pretty that good. That was good. Bet, bet, bet. The other bet. one, not so much. Bet. Well, I, I said I want to give people a choice. I mean, I want to give people a choice. I'm saying, okay, I can say this. I wanted to ask this. him if he'd signed a book deal for the year oh. that was yet. Well, because you want to talk about like the '85 Bears and guys yeah. keep coming up. Hey, I remember some more stories. Yeah. <laughs> this Michigan team with what they just went through. Team 144, right? Team, team 144. I mean, that's going to be the uh, the book. I mean, yeah. hopefully, uh, that's got to be copy- copyrighted. You, you want a good name? You should have gave him. Good. What's that? Stallion. Stallion. <laughs> Connor Stallion, one L or two. Shane Ristol. How does that sound? Stallion, uh, and, and that's a, that's a kid too. I tell you, best slot corner in, in college football because he is, and he's going to have a long career in the NFL. Uh, he's a great he's a great blitzer. He gets to the quarterback. You, you could you could he hear played him. along. Look, yeah, look, he, and, and he says the same. I wanted to come back to Michigan. You've heard him. He says the same things all year long. I wanted to come back. I wanted to win. I wanted to do this. This is a kid who changed positions mm-hmm. early in his career at Michigan. Came in as a wide receiver. And 
it was decided, okay, yeah, you know, he made some plays, but it was, we have some guys, we think you're going to be a better defensive back, and that's how fast he's turned into a terrific, again, best slot corner in the country. And, you, as, you know, we, we heard Pete Futak a few minutes ago bring up the point with us that Michigan's DBs were right on. They, were, they, were, they, were, they tackled the entire time. Sanders still made a big tackle in mm-hmm. the first half that stopped them on, on a big third and long, and he made a big hit, uh, stopped them four yards short of the line of scrimmage, allowed Washington to punt. Michigan went down the field and scored their second touchdown. I mean, the kid makes plays, and he, he's, he's just that good. And, you know, him to come on here and talk to us about that, pretty sweet part of a national title winning defense he was the big 10 championship mvp and now onward to the nfl you start looking at uh profiles and expectations he's going to be one of the the first corners selected in the draft so it's it's fun times and obviously great celebration for you for your family yeah my wife is happy my wife's family they're all happy they're all, they can't stop texting me. I'm like, I'm on the air. Stop texting me. Well, do you want to start? I mean, we could do what folks do and start reading texts they're, and tweets from folks. They're doing like the old Chris Farley. Hey, did you, did you see the game? No, what wait, do you think wait, I'm doing? Wait, wait, wait <laughs> do you tell them that you just talked to the to the hero of the defense. What do you think I'm doing? What do you, what do you think I'm doing here? Hey, Jason, remember that time Michigan won in Natty? <laughs> that was cool, That man. was great. That man. was really cool. Yeah, your remember? reaction to his interception. I really wish I, I had a video recording. And we oh. do. I mean, we have that. That we'll, we'll... Oh, that thing's not on, Mike. No? <laughs> that hasn't worked bad. in years. All right. I'm telling you, look, when you marry into Michigan and 25, it's almost 30 years that Pam and I have been together, and it is... It has been a way of life. Michigan football's been a way of life for us, because... On Saturdays, I understand that, okay, if Syracuse is on, I have to find the TV where I can, like the old black and white TV that I'll watch here, and she gets Michigan. But usually we wind up watching both games. And, you know, look, it's it's an entire— You never get to watch Syracuse. No, I do. No, I get. No, Syracuse, because, well, look, Syracuse usually plays very early. 9 a.m., baby. Yeah, on the AC. Well, look, and Michigan was the big new kickoff team this year. Big new kickoff every week, yeah. But now we get both games on on picture-in-picture and— we can watch them both. At Michigan football, how do I say this? In Michigan, it's a way of life. There are any number of big sports teams in Michigan, right? You have you have Michigan, you have Michigan State, you have the Pistons. Uh, I shouldn't have said the Pistons. Well, first. I mean, you said Sparty. You, have, you have the Lions. They got taken down by the, right. the Wildcats. The Lions. Basketball. You have the Tigers. Yeah. You know, you have you have a lot of professional sports teams in a lot of big teams in Detroit, and in the in the late. 90s when I was there, it was a Red Wings town because the Red Wings were winning Stanley Cups. Sure. The Red, it was Fedorov and Iserman and and it, and Larionov and Konstantinov and and it was just a, it was just a great team. But and everybody was walking around with a, a Russian surname on their back. Sure, it was. If you bought a a sweater, Kozlov I mean, to yeah. Fedorov to Fetisov to Larionov, who beats Nikolai Habibulin on the hypo. So you had to get Habibulin. That's in the there way it just was. To, Slap me upside the head. There but you go. I mean it when I say every third person wears University of Michigan gear. I don't see anybody wearing Michigan State gear. Nobody no. wears Northern Michigan gear, although I would, you know, because I've been in Northern Michigan. But everybody wears Michigan football as a way of life. And it doesn't matter if you didn't go there. It doesn't matter if you went there. It doesn't matter if you went to Central Michigan. We went to Western Michigan. Michigan football is the biggest thing in the state of Michigan. And it doesn't matter. And everybody has ownership of it. It's not something where in other states it's, well, I live in L.A. and, oh, I'm going to wear UCLA gear. Really? Well, it's USC. It's, uh, nobody does that. Just but everybody, everybody wears Michigan gear because that's what it is. Everybody watches Michigan on satellites. It's a reason mm-hmm. why they lead the, the, the country in attendance every single year. And 
And that's kind of what I married into. And seeing this and seeing everything about it, it's it's one of those special things. And, and look, there's lots of special college football programs. I can just tell you about my experience in this one because, well, they won the national title. It's been my experience. Uh, it, it's something to, to be to be in the stands and sing the victors with everybody and to and to sing Mr. Brightside when went during the game like at, at the Rose Bowl. It's it's just that's just how 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 ingrained in everything Michigan is, and there's not many places in the in the country where a college program is bigger than professional sports. Now you can go to a place like Alabama, and yeah, Alabama football, Auburn football, but Alabama doesn't have professional sports, right? You know, Nebraska football, yeah, but Nebraska have Michigan has all kinds of professional sports: baseball, football, basketball, hockey, whatever you want. And still, Michigan football is the most popular thing, even way more popular than Michigan basketball. People get into it when Michigan basketball. People get into Michigan State basketball. I'm not saying they don't, um, you know, and still the popular teams. But nothing is as big as Michigan football. That is that is a 365 day a year thing. And in a town in a state that has that many options and that many professional options, you don't see that anywhere else in the country. It doesn't happen anywhere else. Well, I mean, we start getting into the size of alumni. Third I mean, biggest living alumni, like Penn per- State, Penn State, and Michigan, Michigan are, the two are biggest right ones. up there, yeah. and then you'd get to UT Austin. But you know, you've got Iowa, and whatever. I mean, it's town to town, city to city. But it, it does always come back to as much as we love our pro sports, the college that you went to. That you paid your tuition dollars oh, yeah. to. Oh yeah. Maybe it's family members mm-hmm. that spent. Like I'm, I'm older. I'm, 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 I'm evolving in my fandom <laughs> thing. Because it used to be, the, all right, you got to have immediate family, or you had to sit in a classroom and have your ass handed to you to be yeah. a fan of a college. Yeah. Right. You didn't yeah. adopt college. How they get older? It's like do what you're going to do. Find what makes you happy. Find your wins. Have fun with it. But there's no atmosphere like college football. And college basketball, when things are going right for your program, man, it's just a positivity and energy that you're not matching at a pro stadium unless you're jumping through a table with Bill's Mafia. <laughs> exit out by the Fresca, exit Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, thanks to Mikey Sainer still for stopping by, Michigan defensive back who clinched the national title with his pick. Uh, it was great. He was fun. That's great, dude. Great dude. And I said, you got caught. Said, I thought the tight end got me, but I'll give Penix credit for turning me back inside. So that's well, pretty good. cool. In, uh, in the end, you know, the, it's like basketball. Positionless. Yeah. Once you're, once you're in the open field, it's positionless. Now it's just <laughs> someone on the opposition doing their damnedest to knock me down. So coming up as part of our post-game coverage of this, we break down one play. Was one play. Had it gone the other way, would that have changed the result of the national championship? That's coming up next right here. Jason and Mike, this is Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The whoop whoop and a and a zing zing and a woo and a kink and a ah ah and ooh and a ee ah ee ah ah ooh ah. I hate you and everything you stand for. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. Thanks to Mikey Sanger still for stopping by. Michigan star DB clinching the national championship with his big interception and return. But there was another play, and we're going to hear from Jim Harbaugh coming up in about 10 minutes. Uh, There was another play in this game that is going to gain a lot of attention. That had this play gone the other way, maybe we would have seen a different game. It's a 17-3 Michigan lead in the first half, and Washington is doing everything they can to just try and stay in the game. They're faced with fourth down near midfield. It's a fourth and seven, and Washington realizes we've just given up 180 yards on the ground in the first quarter. We have to go for it because we can't stop them. We can't kick field goals and win this game. So Washington goes for it, and for a split second, it looked like they were going to be in the end zone. This is fourth and seven. Penix trying to change the play with his offensive lineman. Massive play here in the second quarter of the championship game. Penix takes a shotgun snap. Michigan rushes four. Stays in the pocket. He throws downfield. Wide open Roman Dunze. And Penix just missed him. Oh, my. Rome Odunze was open in the red zone. And Mike just missed. Don't know what else to say about that. Yeah. Huskies <laughs> uh, radio network on the call. It was a play where Odunze, who's one of the best receivers in college football, and if, if you listen to last week, he just gets better and better with every time they talk about uh, He's him. six feet uh, nine. Yeah. Uh, with a wingspan that yeah. rivals Wembenyama. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Wemby playing football. But this play was a touchdown. 
if this pass is completed, mm-hmm. because obviously it was a blown coverage, and because there's no way Romo Dunze should have been wide open that oh, way. Oh, he walks in. A couple of times Michigan had a couple of blown coverages in the first half, and they tightened that up big time in the second half. But, but none of them none of them cost them. No, exactly. Right? Like this exactly. play is indicative of, of the way it went. They were so few and far between that they never were able to strike. Now, before we get to the impact of this play, and had this been caught by Washington, would it be a different game? You heard the oh, Mike just missed him, just missed him. And Penix is getting a lot of flack on social media. Oh, Penix. Penix. This was on Odunze because Michael Penix throws the football where Romo Dunze is supposed to be. But what happens sometimes, and receivers get this, and you see it happen because it's just a natural thing, is that he's running down the field, and you can tell he is stunned he is that wide open. And Odunze kind of stops running and turns back to put his hand up like, throw me the football, throw me the football. And Penix is already making his progression, throwing, this is where you're going to be because you're running your pattern. And as a result... Odunze has to kind because of, he stops and kind of turns. He's got to turn around to try to get the football, and it winds up just tipping off his fingertips. Had he kept running, he catches that ball. It's a touchdown. But he kind of stopped because you, you, you get that, whoa, I'm here. I'm wide open. Hey, I'm here. Keep running your pattern. Keep running your pattern. You're open. It's a touchdown. And that was, that was, that's what made that play not work, was, was that play because I know Penix is going to get up, but he threw it where he's supposed to go. And if Adunze just keeps going, he's got it. It's a touchdown. Now, if that play goes that way, if Washington gets in the end zone, at that point, it's a 17-10 game. Let's just say things play out as they do the rest of the half, and it goes into halftime tied at 17. The game still goes Michigan's way. And there's nothing that would have changed strategy-wise. There's nothing that would have changed uh, play-wise. You, you, we're talking about a halftime break coming in, and Penix throws that bad pick on the first play of the set or the first pass play of the second half, and Michigan then is able to hold them the rest of the way uh, with just a field goal. So I, I don't know that the game would have been a little bit closer, but I don't see that as being a play that had that gone Washington's way suddenly. It's a different game, and Washington wins that game. Yeah, the big thing is uh, I wouldn't have anticipated a big knee-jerk reaction to the way Michigan was going through their their progress. If anything, maybe you'd gone back to the power run game that had done so so brilliantly to start the game as opposed to, as we've talked about over the course of the night, find it in, the, in full in the podcast uh, later on this evening, is the you know McCarthy and trying to figure out and bring balance to your offense instead of just sticking with the run game uh, and just playing bully ball the rest of the way. Maybe there, there's a, a little bit there, but for for Washington, maybe you open up the playbook. Maybe you're, you're back to even, and so some of the things that maybe are, are a little further down that are not as high percentage or what you're usually doing, maybe you can get a little bit, not not to go to the whole trick play nonsense, but just creative because you're on even par as you come out for the second half versus chasing. Because let's face it, after a couple of possessions, it looked like you were going to get blown out. Yeah. And here it was, an opportunity. And then we also had where you, where you did kick the field goal, you had a miss in the end zone. Right, wide receiver got open, yep. got away from the yep. defender, and he just threw it out of his reach. So you you did have a couple of opportunities to where you could have made bigger plays. And maybe if you're even, does it necessarily go completely your way? I mean, you're not boat racing them. I mean, we know that. Yeah, they're too strong. It's but, a, it's a, it's a closer game, but yeah. I, Michigan still wins by ten. 
You know, I think Michigan still because look, look at what they Washington had three in the second half. I mean, Washington had three points in the second half. That that's all they that's all they gave him. That's a, that's a big that's a big deal. That's a oh, big shutdown second half. Fantastic effort by the Michigan defense. That can't be understated. I know we'll talk about Edwards and Corum a lot, but for me, it, it goes to the other side. Look, I, I like bully ball. I mean, clearly three yards in a cloud of dust, dust with my Chicago heritage and running back and running back. Because we don't have any quarterbacks. We yeah. still don't have a 4,000-yarder yeah, no, no, in there. No. Sam Howell got to 4,000 yards. I don't have a Bears no. quarterback with no. 4,000 yards. No. But we have, you know, bully ball. And then when you can play defense like that against a team that comes in with all these accolades, I mean, I would have loved to seen what the proverbial bulletin board look like in terms of the how great Penix's arm is, how great these receivers are, because they went and they took him to school. And, uh, you know, one thing to say, because we talked about the defense, we talked about the offense, we talked about everything. Uh, how about Michigan special teams playing better tonight? Counting play, punts and be, not fumbling? Worse, yeah. and that's pretty good, right? Michigan special teams were pretty good. <laughs> An- another place where you say, if I could have been a fly on the wall, any special teams meetings coming out of last week's game, I mean, get your popcorn ready, like T.O. was telling you all yeah. those years ago. I mean, Jim Harbaugh said, "Hey, Jay, I know, you know, I know, I know we're related and all, but come on, man, that thing's got to be a little bit tighter than up, that." Dad's gonna come down from the stands and he's gonna kill you <laughs> with his bare hands. Oh, so Michigan is your national champion. What did Jim Harbaugh have to say following the win? Did he talk about the NFL? You'll hear it next, right here, Jason and Mike. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com slash compatibility.